0: along to our third Grow Mental Health Recovery podcast. My name is Sheila Tracy, and I'm here this evening to discuss our third topic within our six-week program of surviving COVID-19. So far this uh, series we've discussed accepting what is and also remaining um, connected with friends and family during isolation. But I suppose tonight's topic um, is particularly challenging. It's challenging even at the best of times um, and it is maintaining a positive outlook. So even with everyday life it's a tough thing to do but definitely at this time during COVID-19 and the necessary restrictions that we've all had put on our daily lives makes this topic even more relevant, more difficult and I suppose more important for us to to give a lot of focus to. But fear not, I'm joined this evening by two very enthusiastic and positive guests. Firstly I have John Lonergan a long-standing patron of Bro mental health recovery and best known for his work um, as governor of Mountjoy Jail for over 26 years. I'm also joined by Caroline Crotty, um, one of our own uh, area coordinators, who's worked uh, for Grow in the Southeast for over six years and also runs her own private um, psychotherapy clinic in Cork. So you're both very welcome to join me tonight. Thank you very much. You. So guys, I suppose, no pressure. But I've actually heard such wonderful reports about a few different um, pieces of work that you've done over the last few years um, where you've provided a roadmap to people in terms of how to remain positive when life is tough. And I suppose it's it's going to be particularly apt for the the situation we've all found ourselves in. So I'm personally looking forward to all the tips you're going to give um, and how we can apply them to our daily lives. So I'll, I'll hand you over to you, Caroline, you can kick us That's off. That's great. Thank you very much, Sheila. It is um, lovely to be involved here this
1: evening and surviving COVID-19, as you've said, um, it's, it's difficult to maintain a positive outlook. But since the very start of this lockdown, I've been working myself by the philosophy of living one day at a time. And I was thinking just before the podcast um, started, I was thinking, what is more appropriate than that song? Um, I'm only human. I'm just a woman. Help me believe in what I could be and all that I am. Show me the stairway I have to climb. Lord, for my sake, teach me to take one day at a time. (laughs)
0: <laughs> very good
1: very good so i'm 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 actually really doing my best to try and live that philosophy um so not look too far forward not look too far back and it, it grow as we know has quite a lot of emphasis on living just for today and i think it's a wonderful approach for everybody you know for everyone if we start living by the fact that it's just for today because yesterday is gone and we've no idea what's going to happen tomorrow so in the words of the song, tomorrow may never be mine. Yeah. So today is, we have today and today is within my control and that is all I can control. So that's, that's really my philosophy and I've been doing my best to try and live by that and be disciplined with it. But John is going to talk a little bit about discipline now.
2: Yeah, um, it's lovely as well for me to be involved and to be invited to say a few words uh, this evening. Um, I, I, too, just want to acknowledge that, uh, to my knowledge and, and from my own uh, perspective, um, life is tough at the moment for everybody. Uh, whether you're locked down at home or whether you're at the cold face in a hospital or whether you're in the part of the supply train, uh, chain, it doesn't really matter. Life is tough, and I suppose particularly for those who are confined to house. So I just to acknowledge that, that everybody is struggling everybody is finding it tough um, But we have to make the best of it and I just want to endorse that philosophy one day at a time And um, we if we can do that We will get to the end of this and we won't even recognize and realize where the journey we have traveled and so to, 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 to Live today and to take control of today uh, is vital and that is why I'm going to talk a little bit about for me And I have not changed my life much at all. Uh, my life has been changed for me, but I myself have continued to live as as near as possible to the life I was living before the coronavirus. And what does that mean? It means that I get up at the same time every day. I don't have external talks and activities anymore, but I still get up at a quarter past eight every morning. I, I, and I find that that's, that's the first step, and, and that's what I'm, I'm suggesting to everybody, to have a discipline and a structure in your life every day. And because that brings a meaning to it, and it helps us to cope, and, and it helps us to see the way the, the, the day through. So there's a, there you, there's a time to get up, and there's a time to eat, and there's a time to wash. I'd be saying this as well because we're not going out at all some days and, and most days because we're not meeting anybody new. There's a, often the human thing to, uh, to say, oh, it doesn't matter. I don't bother having to wash today. I don't bother having to shave today. I don't bother. I don't need to dress up today. Well, that is, I'd be strongly suggesting, don't entertain those thoughts. Get up, have your, uh, you know, your breakfast or have your shower. Dress yourself up as if you were going out. Um, and behave as if you are living the same as you used to live uh, because that's very good for your mental state and it makes you feel good if you feel good about yourself you'll be better able to cope and so on throughout the day it's, it's so important from, from my perspective to have that discipline so there's a time to get up there's a time to eat there's a time to relax there's a time to chat to people if, if you can do that on, by whatever means possible um, mm-hmm. and so on and there's a time then, uh, later on in the evening, to go to bed. Uh, and so I, w- I would be personally uh, strongly urging and, r- and recommending to people to, to have a structure and a discipline in your life. If you don't have that structure since the start of the, of the lockdown, start tomorrow morning. Prepare tonight by saying to, my, to yourself, before you go to sleep, I should get up tomorrow morning at whatever time you believe is the appropriate time for you. And I'm going to structure my day tomorrow and on the basis of whatever suits you as an individual. And then you you live one day at a time after that.
0: Yep, uh, that makes perfect sense. And what you're saying, John, there about getting up and getting dressed and acting as if you're going to meet people and go out. It's I find personally that works so well, because if if I don't, if I kind of lounge around in the PJs, you 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 almost feel you know out of energy and lethargic for the whole day because you haven't changed from that you know resting period to daytime and it, the energy that comes with that, and also every time I walk by a mirror I just see, you know, this nighttime <laughs> face that's not 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 what it should be, and um, so there is brushing the hair, putting on a bit of lipstick, whatever that is for you, it's so important.
2: Yeah, you you must not. I mean. For everybody, you must not look at the mirror and say, "Oh, look at the cut of me." <laughs> sending a horrible message to yourself. And we That's don't get exactly that. Exactly what I do. Yeah. We, We're not going to often during this time. We're not going to get a lot of outside endorsement or independent, independent yes. endorsement of ourselves. But if we stand looking at the mirror ourselves and saying, "God, oh, I'm looking well," or that exactly. short or that suit, or that show, uh, that whatever top suits me, yes. I, I look well in that. My hair is looking fine. We don't have hairdressers. I'm not, you know but you can still make it look as best you can. Absolutely. And it's about that, making the best of whatever yes. the rea- reality of your life is. Yes. And, and at the moment, our reality is that we are not able to do many of the things that we, sh- we normally would be doing and that we love doing, like yes. going to get our hair done or whatever else it is. Yes. The reality now is we can do that. And then we have to do the, best, the next best thing, which is to improvise and do yes. ourselves up as best we can. Because Absolutely. if you feel well, you know, that's 90% of it. The day will be manageable after that. If absolutely. you start off with your feeling down in the dumps, believe me, your day is going to be lived in the dumps.
0: Yes, absolutely. Couldn't could not agree more.
1: Because if, if we feel we look good, well, then it certainly raises our mood. And that's exactly what we want at the moment. We do want to feel like everyone. I don't think there's a person here. I don't certainly haven't met anyone who's saying, God, I'm really so delighted with this. Yes. I think since the lockdown, particularly because it, it restrains our, our movement, um, f- depending on on our age as well but um I don't think anybody's delighted with this but this is the way it is right now so we do need to do the small little things that are going to help us feel better did you say lipstick Sheila because I think you're right I think yeah maybe not for everybody listening but no
0: but it's whatever I suppose that is for you do you know and then once I as I say if I walk by the mirror and I see that I've, I've I've taken five minutes this morning to brush my hair and put on lipstick then then I deserved that, you know, and that that works for me. So the days I don't do it, I realize how important it is. (laughs) Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, Carolyn, you might, you know, as part of that discipline then, um, the life discipline, part of it, it revolves around five or six key things. And maybe, Carolyn, you might just talk about those five or six key things that are important to to help us to survive this.
1: the discipline actually i think is key to us feeling as good as possible and as positive as possible and routine and we have to take responsibility for our own routine and structure we can't rely on others um and that is the five keys are and i'm always talking about these actually because they're relevant within COVID 19 or outside If we never had the structure, I'd be encouraging everyone to put the structure, as John said, start starting tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, So diet is is central. If we're constantly you see the problem with being at home now is that the kitchen is very accessible so we can snack on oh, on all the wrong foods. They're just there. Um, yes. we can snack in between meals it's not an issue food is accessible we can pop the kettle on usually when we pop the kettle on we have something with it now lent might have helped um, restrain ourselves some bit um, but now free reign lent is over we can eat all the chocolate we like yeah so diet is remarkably important sugary foods whilst they're fine eating them at the in the moment. It does bring our it lowers our mood afterwards. So sugary foods and snack foods and processed foods have a huge impact on our overall feeling of well-being and on our general health. So I'm hearing an awful lot from people saying that, oh my God, I don't know what size I'll be when this I is all know. over. Yes. So it's food, but it's watching what we eat, having regular meal times, as John has already suggested, but using this as an opportunity to make meals from scratch so that we know exactly what we've put into the food. And there's a great sense of satisfaction in knowing that we've made something ourselves. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with having desserts, particularly if you're to make your own apple and cinnamon crumble or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But to have those treats, but in moderation, rather than reaching for the multi-pack of crisps, for example. So diet, eat decent food regularly know what you're eating now we also need to hydrate with water rather than hydrating with anything else and there is a difficulty as well that because we don't have to get up and drive in the morning that we may be tempted to drink more alcohol during or throughout the week now this is something that it's very individual but it's also um it's something to be mindful of because alcohol is always going to be best friend and it'll always be there as something to rely on to raise your mood. However, over time, we know that it's linked with cancer. It's, it's also linked with causing anxiety and low mood. Um, so just to be mindful of al- alcohol intake. And I'd say if anything, this might be the ideal time to cut out alcohol, mm-hmm. to give yourself a chance to be, um, to be as healthy as you possibly can particularly when we're cut off from our family and from friends, Um, rather than resorting to alcohol, it might just be the perfect opportunity to get ourselves um, just feeling just more in control of our thoughts and emotions. So diet, um we know what we should be eating we have the knowledge but it doesn't yes. always change our behavior yes. um, so i'd be encouraging everyone to set your meal time stick to it eat brightly colored fresh foods as often as possible and foods from scratch prepare food from scratch um, now as well as that fizzy drinks and caffeine and I'm guilty of it myself I had to stop drinking coffee in the afternoon because although I could fall asleep I couldn't stay asleep. Okay. So caffeine has a huge negative impact on giving us a good night's sleep so cutting out chocolate anything that with hidden caffeine so that we can have the best night's sleep possible and most people at the moment, because we're all that little bit more stressed or anxious, it, it can be harder to actually quieten our minds at nighttime mm-hmm. or to give us a good night's sleep. Okay. And anything that we can do throughout the day that's going to be of benefit for our sleep is, you know, it's ideal. Can I just ask there? Absolutely. In terms
0: of, I suppose... Being kind to ourselves. Is there also, and I know you're saying there about it's okay to have dessert, but there is also, I suppose, it's a time just to be aware that, um, well, I feel anyway, that you, you need some little part of the day that you're being nice to yourself. So whether that is a bar of chocolate or... Oh, absolutely. We do
1: need to treat ourselves. You're absolutely right, Sheila. We do need to treat ourselves. But I I think often, and my experience of working with people is that even when they have the treat, they're guilty about eating. Yes, absolutely. And I'd be saying there's nothing wrong with having a treat. There's absolutely nothing wrong uh, with having that, that bar of chocolate or having whatever it is you fancy. Yes. But the ideal is that you earn it. Yes, so that that it, so it's and not you appreciate it. Yes, exactly, and okay. it's even having that glass of wine, yes. but it's not having that glass of wine at half eleven in the morning because it's almost lunch <laughs> and you're almost ha- having a meal.
0: Absolutely, that's
1: the difference. Um, but sleep is crucial. We can actually go without food, but we can't go without sleep. Okay, and it affects how we are throughout the day. So that's why I'd be saying be mindful of of the treats during the day if they're going to impact negatively on our sleep at nighttime. So sleep governs our mood. It governs our ability to make good decisions. And if we're, I nearly said trapped in a house, but if we're at home Mm -hmm. and running, working from home and trying to mind children and in an already fraught and anxious time, if we're not sleeping well, it really can impact on our ability to stay in control of our reactions and emotions. And we whenever we lose our cool we actually say things that we would never say if we were in control of our reactions and we can't rewind and erase anything that's been said in temper So sleep is actually crucial. So I'd constantly be banging on about do whatever it takes to get a good night's sleep, which is sticking to a bedtime routine of getting to bed at a decent time and getting up out of bed early and get out into the morning sunshine because that helps regulate your sleep for nighttime. And if you're incapacitated or can't get outside or you're living on the third floor of an apartment building, sit at a window let yourself let your brain see the sunshine that is outside it helps you for nighttime routines and if you are sitting out in the sun because the weather has been beautiful we've had blue skies will you protect your skin don't go (laughs) out inside and sizzle your skin just because we have sunshine yep so but show yourself early morning sunshine is beneficial to help you sleep again that night but it also makes you feel great we do we feel better with the with blue skies and sunshine so the little keys are diet sleep exercise now exercise although we can't get to the gym we never need to get to the gym for exercise it just simply is moving your body dancing in the kitchen to music that you like it's having fun it's an ability to laugh at yourself exercise is movement regardless of how infirm or unwell physically that we might be, any type of movement or slow stretching. And even my mom is doing yoga online at the moment. Um, So there are lots of different television programs, actually, even the morning programs at the moment are showing ways that we can use our bodies. Mm -hmm. But going up and down the stairs, anything that gets your heart rate Going and rather than sending one of the children to get something, go and move and go and get it yourself and clock up those steps, even if it's inside. So it's movement at all costs. And I actually think there's nothing wrong with treating yourself at all. In fact, John and I would always be saying, treat yourself. Yes. You know, and it doesn't have to be to food, even if it's to a magazine or, you know, like nail varnish or whatever it is. Yeah. but earn the treat of throwing yourself on the sofa at nighttime by having clocked up those steps throughout the day so that you, you feel good. And yes. we do. This is, these are exceptional times. Diet, sleep, exercise, relaxation is crucial. So relaxation is allowing yourself time to think, time by yourself, which isn't always very easy. But even in the shower, to take the time just to breathe and think and even slowing down your breath as you know I'm a big fan of learning how to control your breath because it slows down your heart rate it gives you time especially if you're tempted to react to something big or to want to raise your voice to somebody that you take that split second and breathe because it'll calm your system down but relaxation is putting on music that you love lighting candles at night time i mean do things that you enjoy that make you feel relaxed yeah And you know yourself what's best for you. And it'll be different for everyone else. For some people, it'll be picking up a book. And for somebody else, they couldn't think of anything worse than picking up a book. But would love to go out and wash the car, for example, or hoover the inside of the car. So do whatever works for you in terms of relaxation. And lastly, sunlight. And I know I've already mentioned that getting up in the morning and showing your face to the sun. But sunlight is is crucial for our physical health as well as our mental health and even if we can't see the sunlight we're lucky we have blue skies at the moment put on your rain clothes and get out and do a good long walk even when we don't have the good weather because the sunshine is there it regulates our sleeping pattern um, so there are my five little keys, diet, sleep, exercise, relaxation, and sunlight. And do whatever works well for you. Yeah. Um, and now, John, I know you were going to talk about...
2: Yeah, I, I'm going to talk about what I call um, information saturation. Um, okay. and it, I'm, it's very important to, for all of us, and I, I'm, I'm doing this myself. And that is restricting and controlling the amount of information that I'm looking at. Because as you, everybody knows, the media is absolutely, they're having a field day with the whole mm-hmm. thing. They love it, by the way, because mm-hmm. it's news for them. It, uh, people have huge interest, um, both the written media and radio and television. So it's on all day long, 24-7 almost. And lots of people are, 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 are joining in in this for the twenty-four-seven as well, and I'd be saying to you today, uh, stop—you uh, know—the uh, the, the obsession with information. I personally have four people. They mightn't be your four people, but I concentrate on four reliable people that I think are reliable that will give me the full picture. And I listen to them once a day, and that's it. Then, and and one is Fergal Bowers who I believe is a very um, factual, mm-hmm. uh, cool and calm and connected reporter. He gives the facts. Yeah. His colleague, George Lee, gives the scientific background. It's actual, it's factual, um, it's, it's not over the top, but it gives you to, uh, total information. Um, Dr. Tony Holan, who is the, uh, the Chief Medical Officer, a very calm man. But again, he gives the facts and from an economic perspective because there is an economic and many of, uh, the, uh, of the listeners today uh, members of grow and outside of grow will have financial and economic worries and, uh because of business because mm-hmm. of income because of family a whole lot of all other things And I personally pay a lot of attention to Dan O'Brien. He's a writer and he's an economist and he writes for the the, uh, Irish Independent. But again, everyone can have their own people. But what I'd say to everybody, encourage everybody to do is to select two or three people uh, uh, around the whole scale of of the medical side, the scientific side, the economic side. And that's it then. So don't get involved in uh, constantly listening to that. And because it's all negative, you will hear very little positive. And, and lots and lots of people are out there who are self-appointed experts. They know nothing about it. None of them knew yeah. when the virus was coming. None of, they're all experts now when it's here. And, and, and they, they're giving lots of false information and depressing people. Or mm-hmm. keep reminding yourself, it's one day at a time. I don't need to be talked about what's going to happen in 2021. Some of them saying it's going to be here until 2022. Now, that's the last thing any of us want to hear at the moment. Yes. We want to be able to survive this and come out at the other end. So that's one little thing. Other thing I want to say to people, because this is very important. The news is obsessed with it. You have the impression from the media that every single person has coronavirus. Like I mean, you, you couldn't only have it. Well, the reality in Ireland is that less than one half a percent of our total population has, one percent um, of our population w- would be roughly 50,000 people. That puts it into perspective. Yes. So while we must all take the necessary steps, we should all uh, follow the hygiene procedures, the social distancing. Of course we should. Why? Because it's in our own interest to protect ourselves, and first of all, and then to protect others as well. So mm-hmm. it's not saying we shouldn't do those things. It is saying we should do them. But we don't need to get uh, depressed over it and to, put, uh, to, to believe that if I look outside the door, I'm bound to get the, the coronavirus. You're not. Actually, believe it or not, you will be very unlucky to get it. Yeah. So it, this is a very important little message that we, we, are, we, we should not be getting depressed and we should not be telling ourselves, I'm bound to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why it is so important uh, to be able to control our own minds. Don't go down the road of allowing your own mind to take control of your uh, life and to continuously depress you with negative information. And I would be saying, urging you strongly to think the opposite, to keep telling yourself, I'm taking all the precautions. I'm doing everything that is necessary. I will not get the coronavirus. And that is a far better way of dealing with it because the reality is the vast, vast, vast numbers of you out there will not get it. Mm-hmm.
0: Very true. So I suppose it, it nearly follows on from, from the first point you were making about, you know, talk to yourself and tell yourself you're doing well when you achieve the the small tasks of you know keeping your routine and showering every day and you know brushing the hair or whatever. But it's also then about limiting the information and what information you have, assessing it as a you know what what actually is here and looking at the percentage of the chances of, of it affecting you, following the guidelines. And then just knowing that the chances are you're going to be fine. I think,
2: Sheila, Well, it's very important to to mention one other factor in this whole thing as well, is that there's a danger at the moment, a real danger for all of us, because we're terrified of hospitals, we're terrified of doctor surgeries, we're terrified of everything, I'll get the virus. But if you have another illness, if you have any other illness, or if you have the symptoms of some other illness, will you do the the correct thing, and that is to, to make contact with your GP? Don't suppress uh, pains or aches or issues that are, are worrying you just because you, you, you're you afraid of or you don't want to, <coughs> you don't want to be annoying people. Uh, because, you know, at the moment, there's a total, uh, you know, disbandment, really, of doctors, GPs, and indeed there's over 2,000 beds vacant in the hospital system. That indicates that people who normally would be in hospital are not in, in hospital. That's great, except... That there's a danger that if you don't respond to symptoms and pain is a symptom, it's a message telling you there is some little thing wrong. Get it checked out and maybe nothing, but it, get it checked out. Look after your health because your health now is far more important and it would outlive the virus.
0: Absolutely. Yep, I totally agree. Um, and guys, I suppose just in terms of you know that we've we've spoken there about too much information and and processing that and overthinking it and maybe getting yourself into a either depressed or feeling anxious but how do we how do we control those negative thoughts in terms of i suppose trying to keep keep things real but also letting the positives that are happening around us become more of what fills our minds is there is there a way of doing that or
2: I certainly suggest a few things. I I and Caroline mentioned some of them, like uh, you yes. know for instance, if you're if you're if you're reaching out to people and this is a lovely time by to say to, by I be say to you again your listeners, this is a lovely time to reach out to other people. Because yes. people have gone soft a little bit, they're Absolutely. a bit human, and maybe those people that were obnoxious twelve months ago or six months ago might be okay now. And <laughs> and sometimes and I'm talking about family as well. Sometimes it's good to reach out to people. The one thing you should say at the beginning of a conversation is I don't want to talk about the virus. Because I'm already up to my eyeballs at the bar. Talk about other things. Um, as Caroline said, play music, look at a film, uh, read a book, and um, look back at old sporting activities. A lot of them are on at the moment. And um, there's a whole, uh, get involved in little maybe things you never did before. Different little handcrafts. There's lots of programs that help people to to able to introduce them into different activities at the moment but you know so but it is a a matter of discipline we said at the beginning early on about controlling and disciplining yourself and structuring yourself the most difficult and challenging discipline of all is to discipline your own mind and brain and allowing negative self-talk and allowing things to run amok in your mind is definitely not good for you and Nobody else can help you on that front, only yourself. You've got to say to yourself, I am not going down there now. I am not going to allow my brain to start focusing on this." This was Caroline talking about relaxing. Um, You put on a bit of music and as she said, either either enjoy it or dance to it or sing to it or whatever. Uh, Comedy, listen to comedy, forget about it. These are great things to take you out of that mundane, boring, depressing uh, news day in, day out. Um, You control it. Yes. be proactive in yes. looking for stuff that lifts you rather yes. than obsessed with stuff that drags you down Absolutely. the last thing a person wants at the moment is being dragged down we are yes. already dragged down we are already at the bottom really in terms of life because life is so now restricted so yes. the last thing we want is to allow more negativity into our lives so that's why i believe it is important and if you have somebody in your life that's humoured and that lifts you and that you love speaking with them and that they make you feel good make contact with them Tell them how important they are and how much you appreciate their company. And then, you know, take, you know, build from that, that these are people who make you feel good. Because that's what we need at the moment. We don't want people to pull you down. We don't want people to be pessimists. We want optimists in our life. Absolutely. And there are both groups out there. Stay away Absolutely. from the pessimists and cling on to and reach out to the optimists.
0: So I suppose what we're saying, because we're, we're actually nearing the end of our time, um, but I suppose in summary what we're saying is that we wake up tomorrow morning and we decide that our task for this week is to discipline ourselves in all the areas that we've touched on there and that we decide that we're going to be happy and we're going to find the most positive things to do and to fill our days and if that is taking up a new hobby or just being proactive and not... Dwelling on the negativity or the struggles, just trying to rise above them. Would that and be a responsibility for ourselves? For, uh, yes, for, for our own positive thinking, it's down to ourselves to, to think about the things that you know, work for us.
2: I think, Sheila, it is very important to acknowledge mm-hmm. because we're human beings and we're all human beings. There will be occasions in, in every day of our life, and particularly now, when yes. we will hit a black spot. When Absolutely. you're really thinking, oh my God, like children maybe you know, running amok in the house or relationship friction and tension in the house, it's natural, uh, to, it, being too close to the, even the people you love the most is difficult because we were never meant to be on top of each other for six or seven weeks or however long it's going yes. to be. So yes. it's, it's totally natural and understandable yes. that there's times when we will feel uh, irritable and feel depressed and feel anxious. What we're saying is, don't dwell on it. Don't allow it to dominate your life. Acknowledge that it's there and then try to divert. You know, there's a great tactic with small children, uh, and that is try to divert their attention. You know, when a child is getting difficult, what we try to do is divert their attention away to something else. It's a great yes,
0: tactic. yes.
2: It's equally a great tactic for us as human beings. Divert yourself away, uh, to, to think of something else, ring somebody who will make you laugh, and um, you know, get your mind off, don't allow the whole thing to get down on top of you. So gotcha. it is normal for people to feel down at times, it's a part of it, to recognize it, and then to do something else about it that's what I believe and that is what you do about it is I try to get out of here as quick as I can and we have mentioned quite a number of different little tactics and little strategies that you can use to try to get you out of that
0: position that's that's brilliant guys would you believe we have actually run out of time we've we've really I think we've, we've hit on a good few points there though and I think and um, I suppose our, our overall objective with these podcasts is to to really bring home as many grow wisdoms as we can because our, our fellow members are, are missing the groups and missing the interactions. And we, we kind of are coming together on a weekly basis to, to try and have those chats and, and that familiar language and maybe help people in the, in the isolation with a few familiar voices. So guys, thank you so much for joining me. I, I have learned so much again this week um, as someone who's very new to grow. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it and I hope all our listeners will will join us again for our next one next week and um, also if anybody does need tips as we go through the week we have a lot on the grow.ie website and we also have um, any crisis lines there should anybody need to, to reach out or anybody you know need help so thank you very much guys and we'll talk to you next week